Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living crew that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hi loves and welcome to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. So in today's episode, we are talking about something that is oftentimes overlooked or not talked about, not addressed in society. A lot of those things are even um, normalized and being, um, yeah, being made like so common. And like, just because something is common, this is something I want to really address right in the beginning. Just because something we do that is common or that is common in society doesn't mean it should be normal or normalized um, or something we're engaging in. So... Um, In today's episode, I'll explain why you may be feeling stuck in certain life areas right now or in one certain life area. Um, And I'll also walk you through different scenarios of why that could be, if that could be self-sabotage being at play. Um, obviously oftentimes on a um, purely subconscious level, sometimes on a conscious level even, um, but sometimes or like mostly it's um, very much subconscious. And most importantly, what you can do about those patterns, all right? So I would say let's start by reflecting together for a moment. So maybe just look around to see if you have a quiet moment for yourself to really go inwards maybe if you're at home grab your journal if you're on the go maybe open the note app on your um, phone and just really take some time to think about this question and maybe jot down some notes if you can um just like really ask yourself have you ever done anything that has not been in alignment with your core values or something that you truly wanted to do but there was just something inside of you holding you back and even making you do exactly the opposite thing so have you ever felt like oh i need closeness i need connection um i want to socialize but then you actually cancel plans with your friends because you already felt shitty and you were kind of like all right like let's make me feel even shittier again on a subconscious level like consciously you would not think that but like on a subconscious level you were like all right like i already feel shitty like i'll make myself feel even more shitty because maybe i don't even deserve to like socialize right now um there are so many shoulds like i should be doing this right now i should be doing that right now um have you ever canceled plans with friends or skipped the gym because of work or other obligations even though you know gym is so important for your um mental physical emotional health and well-being um 
because you've been subconsciously believing and thinking, well, productivity and professional performance is more important. Like, um, it's it's being more valued in society um, and more recognized almost and more praised. And so you're feeling more worthy engaging in work self rather than self-care or socializing or, you know, doing something for your body. And so essentially when I, what ends up happening is we're treating our bodies not the way we should. We're treating our social connections and friendships um, and relationships not the way we should because we're just like, well, I'm more worthy and I'll be more recognized and praised and validated if I go above and beyond in my career. And this is just one example of many. Um, let's say... Um, maybe you recently picked a fight with a loved one, like, because you were in such a low mood, you were super pissed, super annoyed already, um, you didn't have a lot of capacity, and so you snapped at someone you love, um, for, like, no obvious reason, um, because you maybe felt discontent within yourself, and you projected this feeling onto your partner, or your mom, or your friend, right, um, has something like that ever happened for you, and, what was the underlying root cause like what what was your emotional experience in those situations have you ever felt shitty about yourself like you just woke up feeling like "Eh," like i'm just off and you're starting to talk yourself down because you've been scrolling through social media right in the morning and everyone is you know looking all glamorous and having all that success making all that crazy amount of money and you know being in the best shapes of their lives and like you're just like oh i'm just over here like being a normal human being right um so like what we do a lot of times is we're getting lost in other people's highlight reels and then actually start thinking this is their 24-7 reality and our 24-7 reality oftentimes looks quite different, right? And so we're like, fuck, I'm a failure. Fuck, I'm not enough. And we start making up all of these stories, which then push us even further down into those downward disempowering thought spirals of... I'm not good enough, like, this will never happen for me, I, like, I, I can't do this, this isn't available for me, everyone can have this, but not me, and we start making all these excuses, and we get into a self-sabotaging cycle, essentially, um, and so, in short, and, like, again, maybe press pause right now, and just, like, take a moment to think about that, reflect on that, and think if anything like that, or something similar applies to you, so that we can really work with that further, um, but, but do you recognize that you have, at least sometimes, and I think a lot of people do, almost everyone, I would say, um, having those sabotaging tendencies, I mean, obviously, to certain extents, like, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, where we're sabotaging our own success, happiness, health, fulfillment, freedom by prioritizing what we actually deep down don't really value that much, what our ego or society thinks is more important rather than what we truly want for ourselves in our lives, um, right? And so we end up just, um, we end up, um, 
engaging in disempowering self-talk or self-destructive or toxic behavior patterns that give us a feeling of familiarity. It's like, oh yeah, I know this already. And like, I almost find comfort in it because I know it, because I know it and it's familiar, I find it comfortable, even though it's obviously absolutely not what we want. Uh, and this could be due to, you know, all beliefs, all decisions, childhood experiences that no longer serve you or align with the person that you are becoming or want to become in the future. And so really ask yourself this question, are you acting in alignment with your core, your own, I should say your own core values, not everyone else's values, but like your very own core values. Um, and for that, you obviously have to be clear on them in the first place, which is a beautiful um exercise to do by yourself I love to do that with clients too when I first started eliciting my values I was like holy shit like my life doesn't even reflect back my values and neither do my actions like I have to change something right but are you acting in alignment with your core values and your grandest visions for life or do you find yourself stuck in those old cycles that are not even like in any shape or form are moving you closer to where you want to be just because it's comfortable, it's known as something you've always done. And it gives you a sense of comfort and familiarity. Um, and it feels hor horrible in the moment to like do things or like have this sabotaging self-talk with yourself. But you, you're just like, yeah, like this is just it because this is what I've always known and I've kind of chosen that for myself, right? And so um, it's really, really important to get damn honest with yourself for a moment and ask yourself that question all over and over again. Are you acting in alignment with your core values and your grandest visions for life? And if the answer is even just close to a no, then let's look at how we can change that for you, right? Um, do you have a tendency to give into all patterns of overworking or complaining or worrying or feeling sorry for yourself which I think it's healthy to feel sorry for yourself every now and then for a couple of minutes to be like oh yeah this really sucks and I'm validating that I'm not bypassing it and not losing yourself in that feeling and staying there for longer term because that's disempowering then um, or procrastinating on what truly matters to you like starting this project or applying for a new job or asking this guy out for a date or starting to go to the gym consistently or waking up early or whatever it is for you right prioritizing connection and play more over work um, avoiding uncomfortable conversations gosh I used to be the biggest avoider of uncomfortable conversations and never speaking my truth because deep deep down I thought that well, if I'm in that situation, speaking my truth, and I'm being rejected, like, this is the ultimate fe feeling of, I'm not worth it, I'm, 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 I'm unlovable, right? Like, and that would make me feel so shit to not feel seen or heard or even rejected, even though, like, if someone rejects you when you're speaking your truth, like, that person truly, truly doesn't deserve a place in your life. And so, 
Again, are you avoiding uncomfortable conversations? Are you playing small to fit in and be liked and not like shine too bright almost because you're afraid that you'll be losing friends or people around you? Um, are you constantly striving for this idea of perfection rather than just taking messy action and doing the fucking thing rather than being like, oh wait, like when I'm ready, when I'm ready, like I'm not ready yet, it's not perfect yet. Let me wait until I have perfected it like bullshit right and so these are just some sabotaging patterns again overworking complaining worrying feeling sorry for yourself for too long a little bit too long procrastinating on what truly matters avoiding uncomfortable conversations playing small to fit in striving for, for perfection these are just some of them um so overworking like what does that look like because obviously there's a difference between like loving what you do and working from a place of creativity inspiration flow passion and true motivation versus um just like hustling pushing yourself being hard on yourself not giving yourself any breaks there's a major difference between the two and you could work eight to ten hours in either scenario and it's like a completely different thing so like um, overworking, I consider anything like 10 plus, 11 plus hours a day, um, five to seven days a week to prove your worth with the purpose of proving yourself and your worthiness and thinking that you shouldn't be taking time for something else like, again, self, self-care, connections, um, passions, hobbies, you know, like anything like that. So that's what I consider overworking. Again, from this energy and from this mindset, from this internal place of I need to, I have to, I have to prove, I have to push, um, I have to make things happen, I have to be productive. Um, That's kind of like the mindset and energy behind um, you working like more than 10 hours a day, I would say, five to seven days a week. I used to do that and it used to be more than 10 hours for sure. It used to be seven days a week, always. Um, And now it's like I'm going through these cycles of sometimes I'll work, you know, like four or five hours a day. Sometimes it will be eight or even nine hours. Um, But always from this place of I fucking want to. I feel inspired. I have the energy. I have the time capacity. I want to make this a priority right now, not to prove myself, not to be productive and get validated by anyone but because I truly find pure joy in it and on some days I just don't want to work as much because not because I don't love my work anymore but because I want to pour into myself or my friendships or something else um go on an adventure you know like go to Luwatu for a day or, or two so it really depends on you know what your circumstances are and also what's the frequency and what is the energy and the intention behind doing something right are you working because you feel like you have to or because you truly want to from a place of overflow as i love to say um where you have a lot to give um now then there's complaining and again like it's good to address what upsets you i think it's very healthy to have conversations with our inner circle where we feel safe and heard like hey this has been upsetting me recently right um But if we get stuck in that for a little bit too long, we're starting to be passive and reactive, meaning we're like, oh, life happens to me, like poor me, like I can't do anything, like we're making ourselves a victim 
which we are and we really are and like no matter what the external circumstances are and I'm gonna be honest with you babes uh, I've shared that my stories recently too like there's been so many incidents this year even the past two to three months where Max and I were like holy fuck like there's so much to take care of right now there's so many things popping up even like around our house renovations things having to get fixed where we could have easily been like fuck that like fuck everything right poor us um, we got scammed by this one lady here who was pretending to like have a yeah like company that fixes stuff around the house but she really didn't um and so she kept the money and like kind of fucked off and we're like fine like this sucks and we complained about that for probably an hour or two like we sat there and we were just like fuck like this is annoying um this feels unfair but then also we were like okay it's unfair but like what can we do about it how can we be proactive now and self-responsible because we obviously chose to hire her we couldn't have known but still we made the choice um and so it's super important to to still take self-responsibility and be like all right like where have i maybe chosen this or co-created this i'm not by the way i'm not talking about abuse or anything like that um not talking about something like that but just like these smaller life um moments or situations decisions where it's like yeah this is uncomfortable this is a bit annoying but like we can move on eventually right um so this is what i'm referring to here uh when i'm talking about complaining and like being a little bit in victim mode being a little bit passive and reactive rather than being at cause and taking charge and being responsible um, for co-creating a different result or outcome that we want. Um, same goes for worrying, being like, oh, like, I feel the future is uncertain and I'm going to make up these worst case scenarios in my head instead of trying to stay more present and staying rooted in our power. And there is so much power in being more present and looking at what's right in front of you. You know the saying like take the next step rather than looking at the entire staircase i am a huge fan of planning ahead i'm a huge fan of you know being future oriented when making decisions or taking actions um like my daily lifestyle habits health wise of course i'm thinking forward like i want to have a healthy body to live in and stuff like that of course i want to set my company up for success in the long term so i'm not just making short-term decisions that short term have a, a quick benefit or a quick win um, but I rather think long term even with investments and stuff like that um, but it is so important to also every now and then come back to the present moment and come back into our body come back into our power that we have to co-create in the present moment and so um, it's so important to not think too much about the past. It's good to reflect on the past, take the learnings, learn from them and apply them in the present moment and moving forward into the future. Um, it's also a good thing to have a future vision and to already plant seeds for that and to take um, actions in alignment with that future vision. And also it's so important to always, always come back to the present moment because this is where the power lies and this is where there is certainty because we have certainty in the present, there is uncertainty when it comes to the future, right? So how can we be more present? Now, then there's procrastinating. So the attempt to feel productive by staying busy, um, to automate, ultimately avoid, and this is something very, very crucial, procrastinating is the attempt to feel i wrote this down this morning for you guys um the attempt to feel productive actually staying busy 
to ultimately avoid the pain of so perceived failure, potential so perceived failure, obviously labeled by our ego, when a certain outcome isn't achieved and we're falling into freeze mode and we're like, all right, I'm gonna leave that, right? And so how can we actually focus on being productive rather than being busy? And how can we give ourselves permission to take that messy, messy action that oftentimes it's like, oh, like you, you should always have a plan. I agree, like it's good to have a plan. It's good to follow a proven framework when it comes to business, when it comes to also certain bigger life decisions, like buying a house, for instance. Um, it's good to like have clarity um, and to be informed and to know what you're doing. And also, I believe that it's good to sometimes just do it and then just learn as you go, learn as you do things. This is how I started my business in the first place, with a lot of momentum, a lot of motivation, clarity on what I wanted to do, but not clarity on like what kind of steps to take. And I figured it out along the way and eventually obviously hired help to get results faster and collapse time. Um, same goes for healing work, same goes for anything else in life. And so um, it's super important to really check in on yourself. I, um, am I not doing it because I don't want to, because it's not what I truly want to do? Then amazing, don't do it. But like, are you truly wanting it? But there's this fear of failure, fear of things not turning out the way you want to, um, feeling like it's not going to be good enough because then you're procrastinating. Then you're actually procrastinating and avoiding being in an uncomfortable um, situation where you feel like, oh, I should have done better. I should have achieved something else. You know what I mean? Um, Same for avoidance, pretending that what feels uncomfortable isn't existent. Like, oh, like I'm not looking at it. If I don't look at it, it's not there, right? Um, To avoid the pain of fully facing it. Um, Let's say through escapism, giving into distractions, alcohol, like constantly watching TV, video games, whatever it is, whatever it is, we're avoiding looking at the thing. Like, let's say our relationship is falling apart, but we're avoiding it by, um, um, by really just going into work mode or, again, alcohol, going out a lot. Like, we're not looking at, oh, like, how can I actually heal my relationship? How can I heal myself? How can I actually you know, like do something and change things rather than just like not looking at it, pretending it's not there um, until my entire life is crumbling or whatever, you know? So um, this is so important to admit to yourself in order to proactively make a change. Then we have playing small, which technically means not allowing yourself to tap into your fullest potential and your fullest expression of yourself and your potential um, by talking yourself down, just to avoid rejection, not being validated by others, um, not feeling close to others. You feel like, oh, other people will judge me, other people will exclude me, other people won't like me. And so it's so important to give yourself that permission and realize if people are not liking to see your shine, they're not your people. They're absolutely not your people. Let them fall apart. Like let them, um, sorry, let them, how do you say that? fall away, not apart, (laughs) let them fall away, like let them fall out of your life in a way because they don't belong there. If they don't like to see you thrive as the happiest, like healthiest, most uh, fulfilled, abundant version of you, like fuck that, like that's not a connection you want in your life that you want to keep in your life, 
right and so it's very very important to really check in on like why am I playing small where am I why am I talking myself down a lot because I feel like it's gonna intimate intimidate others if I take up all of the space and show myself fully right and so super important to not reject yourself in the first place because if you're not rejecting yourself you won't fear rejection from others so where have you rejected yourself where you want to embrace yourself and accept yourself a little bit more and validate yourself to a degree that external validation is just a bonus it's like yeah cool like thanks for validating me but I don't need you to do that because I already did that myself because that's our job in the first place Then we have striving for perfection, which essentially means constantly opting to achieve those extraordinary results in our careers, our health, our fitness, whatever it is, to feel worthy of praise, to feel worthy of, you know, applause and external validation. And it's really just a disconnect from our true inner satisfaction, a sense of enoughness that we need to create within ourselves rather than seeking it from achieving anything in the external world obviously it's nice and I'm not saying like oh don't like don't achieve your goals like yeah it's nice it's like it gives us a feeling of I trust myself because I said I'm gonna achieve this I said I said I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and I'm actually doing it I'm following through and I'm getting the results and that's a nice feeling of like a reassurance like okay I'm saying that I'm doing the things I said I would do But when it comes to perfection, it's like this feeling of, oh, it has to be a certain way and it has to be extraordinary and it has to be incredible and big every single time. And like, how can we be okay with like not always like achieving these crazy, crazy, crazy big results all the time and achieving something extraordinary all the time? Like, why can we can we also just like give ourselves permission to do things just for fun or just to have tried them just to have made the experience without needing to be really fucking good at it i used to say no a lot to like new hobbies and like new things because i felt like oh fuck if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna suck at it and like that's gonna be embarrassing and i'm gonna feel bad about myself and it's like duh like I'm not meant to excel at everything I'm touching everything I'm doing like it's not it's not even needed like some things are just meant to be just for fun and I think this is such a common um theme amongst high achievers is like really just feeling like I can never do anything just for the funsies and this is so important this is so healthy this is feminine energy right now um let's dive into why we self-sabotage in the first place We self-sabotage in the first place because of one major reason. And that is that we believe that we, we subconsciously believe that we aren't good enough, we aren't worthy enough of something incredible, beautiful that we aspire to have or be um, or do. And so we essentially label things that are really fucking good as quote unquote too good to be true it's like wow this is too good to be true like why would it be too good to be true it wouldn't happen for you if you weren't deserving and worthy of it if you didn't even quote unquote earn it in some way it wouldn't happen for you right now you wouldn't have received it by the universe or whatever whatever you believe in right like it's not too good to be true so if people say this is too good to be true it's like they don't see themselves as worthy of having this thing that they're experiencing and so all of these sabotaging patterns we talked about um, before are 
pretty much deeply rooted in the belief that I'm unworthy of love, success, compliments, you know, receiving um, without burning myself out um, until you have achieved something outstanding or given something to someone else first. Like sometimes we feel like, oh, like I'm receiving from this person and they're being so selfless, but I haven't given anything. I need to give something back. And sometimes we don't need to give something back. Sometimes we can literally just receive. And so here's why this is happening in the first place. There's oftentimes a lack of connection to our internal infinite worthiness. A lot of a lot of people, especially women, I want to say, I don't know how many men have this thing, but I've uh, seen this amongst my girlfriends, um, countless of my clients, that there's this lack of connection to our infinite worthiness as human beings just by being us, just by being alive, deserving to feel good, to receive, to have success, to have abundance without having to prove, without having to hustle, um, without doing or being anyone in part- like without doing anything or being anyone in particular, right? So oftentimes there's this attachment to old patterns present um, because the root cause hasn't been healed yet. So there is an attachment to a disempowering emotion or limiting belief um, that you believe to be fundamentally true for you. Like, I just don't deserve this because in my childhood, I got rejected by my dad. Like, I felt like I didn't receive love by my dad. So why would I receive love by a man now? Like, why would I be worthy of that now? Because if my dad didn't love me in the way that I wanted, it must mean that I am unlovable by men, right? Like this kind of thing. And again, oftentimes it's not conscious, but it's subconscious that this is happening. And so the question is, how can we overcome this belief or at least this disempowering emotions, uh, these disempowering emotions to finally thrive fully in our lives and stop sabotaging, stop doing these things that are clearly not serving us anymore, right? Obviously, there is emotional release sessions that I do with my clients. There are so many beautiful things you can do to shift your internal world. And as I always love to say, shift your identity, heal on a subconscious level, on an emotional level, even on a physical level, um, because oftentimes these beliefs and emotions are stored in our physical bodies too. Um, but let's start here to simplify. You can start by cultivating self-awareness of these patterns in the first place. This is why I said in the beginning, note it down, write it into your notebook, write it into your phone, Um, be conscious of which patterns apply to me, like where is there something for me to look at, okay, like having self-awareness and being radically honest, because sometimes we're like, oh no, I don't have that, I don't overwork, I just love to work long, long hours, even if I don't have the energy, even if I don't feel called to, like it's fine, like we're downplaying things essentially, I used to do that all the time in the beginning when I Um, started dating Max I was like no no no, I love my job and yes I loved my job but I was still working too much from a place of oh I have to I have to I have to because there's so much to do right from a place of overwhelm rather than overflow for instance so we want to be radically honest with ourselves and cultivate that self-awareness of these patterns Um, then we want to start cultivating a deep sense of unconditional worthiness within ourselves that has nothing to do with our productivity, our achievements, our looks, our level of fitness, um, our income, anything like that. And then we want to install new strategies to respond to external triggers that 
usually would make us spiral into disempowering um, thoughts and emotions coming up and old behavior patterns like oh if I already feel shitty I can sabotage my relationship to my partner and I'm gonna be a bitch even though like that doesn't help and like it's not healthy um, so how can we install new strategies if we get triggered by something in the external world so we can respond differently from a more empowered place and then we want to heal this emotional attachment to certain situations or people where we feel like it's always the same thing coming up for us we don't want to have always the same thing coming up for us where we feel like it's just not serving us right how can we shift our identity to the one of a woman woman who's rooted in her personal power rather than falling into this victim mindset this victim identity of oh poor me like yeah again be like poor me for a couple of minutes couple of hours but then after be like okay this sucked and i'm validating that i'm not bypassing it and now i'm gonna freaking do something about it right and the last thing is really really important the last thing I wrote down this morning as well because I really wanted to give this message to you guys. We have to raise our internal bar internally first, choosing to see our worthiness and setting higher standards, setting stronger boundaries so that the universe can respond to that frequency of decision like I've made the decision that this is my minimum and anything that falls below I'm not available for anymore and this is a really really powerful decision to make that a lot of women don't dare to make because it's like oh like oh my god like I I can't accept like you know um behavior by certain people that treat me like shit anymore oh my god like I need to have all these comfortable um, uncomfortable conversations then oh my god oh my god oh my god like right because it's so unknown it feels so unfamiliar and so it's like oh my god like I don't want to do that I want to I don't want to raise my bar almost because there's this discomfort that comes with it and how can we embrace the discomfort in order to have that new life and be that new person how can we raise the internal bar regardless of the discomfort that may come with it because some people are suddenly like wait I can't overstep her boundaries anymore I can't treat her like shit anymore like oops like what's happening right and then they give you um give you feedback and they're like like what like what's the deal like why are you so different now and then you have to be like yes like this is my new standard and you gotta take it um because I'm not accepting shit anymore right um when I started doing that I had a lot of friendships falling apart falling away and I was like cool like I'm here for it it's uncomfortable but like ultimately I don't want to be treated like shit anymore I don't want to not be seen and valued for who I am and so how you can start doing that is through daily self-connection practices journaling tuning inwards if you've ever been a client before use the journals I gave to you based because they're so potent and powerful um helping you have so many incredible breakthroughs um so journaling connecting with yourself sitting with yourself every day being present with yourself right embodiment mindset inner healing work raising your standards setting boundaries and doing that consistently not just doing it for a day but I, I literally mean installing those into your identity so that it's a no-brainer you won't accept anything less you will always set boundaries if someone violates them you're consciously changing your internal dialogue and your self-talk so you're no longer picking yourself apart you're no longer talking yourself down but you're like you know what maybe i just you know sucked at this maybe i fucked up maybe i wasn't great at this but i'm still regardless of that my own biggest cheerleader like how can i hold myself in my imperfection in my humanness how can i 
love myself in my humanness in my messiness like I sometimes have situations where I'm like fuck I could have reacted in a better way like there there's so many moments where I'm like okay I wasn't necessarily in my high self in that moment and how can I be um in a place of okay I have grace for myself like I have compassion because I'm also a human being and I get to have these experiences that I get to learn from to the next time do better right so very, very important to be your own biggest cheerleader in my self-talk. In the past, I want to say three years has been so fucking on point because I love myself to a degree that like I can forgive myself so easily and so quickly. And this is really, really important in order to be in a state of, okay, cool, like I fucked up and I'm accepting that and now I can do better. Like I've made unwise decisions, even in my business for a few times. I was like, oh shit, like I can't outsource that responsibility because it's obviously on me and... I'm still leading myself through that and I'm still loving myself through that and I'm learning from it and now I can like do better and I'm a much more experienced uh, leader, which is beautiful. Um, then again, subconscious identity shifts. Identity shifts, I'm talking about this all the time, changing your self-perception, pers- changing who you are being and how you're showing up on a daily basis. Um, making new decisions that are in alignment with your core values rather than external expectations or old beliefs creeping in or just these old stories from what your parents wanted you to do and expected you to do like making those decisions in your life whether it's for your career or your health or your fitness or your relationships that are in alignment with what you truly value in your life and the result will be a healthy self-image empowering self-talk inner alignment balance, mental, emotional freedom, deeper relationships, you know, your actions and decisions that match who you're wanting to be, um, that are matching your values, your needs, your visions, right? And so if you're currently in a place where you want to go to that next level and you feel like there's, you're on this edge to take a quantum leap in your career and your life, then I have incredible news for you, babes. I'm about to launch a brand new group experience called Quantum Leap. It's a three-week life-led program for women who are wanting more in their lives. We're probably going to start in mid-June. I'm still finalizing the deets, um, but you can find more information under the info page that is linked in the show notes. And it's all about doing the internal work together that is required for you to Quantum Leap in your life and in your career. So... I'm super, super excited for this. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I tried to make it a little bit shorter, so it's like a nice little thing to have in between, you know, going somewhere or like washing the dishes, doing things around the house. So I hope you loved listening. And um, as always, don't forget to rate this podcast, share it with your friends, share it on your socials. I love reposting you, babes. And um, make sure to be subscribed so you never miss a beat, either on Spotify or iTunes. Um, And yeah, I can't wait to catch you babes in the next episode.